0: My brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ, the gospel speaks for itself, for your treasure is there in your heart be also. Our aim is, at the end of this journey of life, to end up in heaven with Christ in glory. There's no question about what we're about here at Mass this morning, or in our daily living out our Christian lives. It's to follow Jesus all the way through our own Calvary. And my own ultimate calvary as a human being will be my death. But for me, like Christ, my death will not be the end, but actually the beginning. For I will rise, my soul will know no death. It will depart from my body and go straight to meet my risen Savior. And begin life eternal. My body in time when Christ returns in glory will be reawakened from the dust of the earth from which I am made. To live immortally with Christ, body and soul, in eternal happiness. We don't think of that often enough, you know. And we should. So with that ambition in mind, I want to refer back again to St. Paul. Those who've been with me since Monday know I've been emphasizing this second letter of Corinthians all week long. It's worth your while to read it on your own as a contemplative, meditative exercise, just to put your own life in the context. Here is Paul this morning now. He's admonished these Corinthians for the second time because they're falling away from the new faith that they had just engaged with, the faith in Jesus Christ. Because they don't see Christ coming back Paul believed in his lifetime, I repeat it again, that Christ would return before he died, and that that would be the end of the world. So that's why there's an urgency about all Paul's letters. He believed Christ would come back very soon. Now, as I said, 2,000 years later, we have no idea when he will come back, but back he will come. In the meantime, he is present, always present with us in multiple ways, but at mass, we form literally the body of Christ, and our head is present in four ways at every Mass. The gathered congregation, the proclamation of the Word, the person of the priest at the moment of consecration, and then himself fully present, substantially present, under the appearance of bread and wine after every consecration. And for that moment of your life, you and I touch into Heaven. Every Mass, right after the consecration, we touch into Heaven. And that's the moment when we sense what life is really about. That's why Paul who was a radical um, tormentor of the early Christians, after his conversion, relates all these incredible experiences. Not that we, please God, will ever be asked to experience even one of them. But listen to Paul. Three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was stoned. Five times I received forty lashes at the hands of the Jews. Three times I was shipwrecked. I passed the night and the day on the deep, thinking he would drown. On frequent journeys in dangers from rivers, dangers from robbers. He was beaten and jailed multiple times and chained. And yet he came through all that. Why? Because he knew that he was part of the body of Christ. He knew that Christ was going to walk through every one of these ordeals with him. You and I, thanks be to God, free to practice our faith in this beautiful nation. Don't have to worry about all those torments and tortures. We don't know what we'll be asked to do to challenge our faith. So as we honor the Sacred Heart in this Board of Mass in this week in June, make up your mind today that for you, Jesus will be real all day, every day, from now on. And that whatever Jesus asks of you, you will offer back to him in union with his passion for the glory of God the Father and the salvation of souls and the conversion of sinners. That's all Christ asks of us. To get on with our normal lives, but always live for the glory of God, the salvation of souls, and the conversion of sinners.